This is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber from Compass Retirement Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Mike Graber provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Hello, and welcome back to Retirement Talk with Mike Graber and Compass Retirement Advisors. It's always an honor to uh, have you join us. Uh, today, we're going to be asking uh, this question, how do I know it's time to retire? You know, after you've spent uh, many years, uh, decades, in fact, of uh, working really hard, uh, sacrificing so that you can save for your future, how will you know the time is right to retire? Uh, you've certainly earned the right to a fulfilling retirement that's uh, built around activities that you enjoy and experiences that you've dreamed about. And at the same time, you know, taking uh, that plunge, making that big decision, uh, can be a, a, lit, a little bit uh, scary because you want to make sure the timing is just right and that you have your income plan and other uh, necessary strategy elements uh, squared away and that you're as prepared uh, as possible. So today we're going to discuss some of the benchmarks that uh, might make it easier for you to sit back and say, yes, I'm ready to retire. But before we get to that, I want to give an update on the usdebtclock.org information. And we uh, try and uh, remind everyone each week uh, to be aware of this information. We've not actually given the hard numbers in the last uh, few shows, and I want to do that today. I don't want to uh, lose focus on this uh, very important issue. And as we've said many times uh, here at Compass Retirement Advisors, we believe uh, the debt issue and how our government will eventually be forced uh, to deal with it by raising taxes, of course. Uh, other than inflation, uh, this future income tax policy will have more impact on our retirement income and our legacy distribution plans than uh, any other uh, factor that I can think of, and, and that's my very strong opinion. So here at, at the time of our recording, the total U.S. national debt is $30 trillion $645 billion total U.S. debt, and that's that's a little different. We define that as all household debt, business debt, uh, government uh, debt, both state and local, uh, debt of financial institutions and the federal government is a whopping $92 trillion. And uh, the biggest uh, area uh, that, that causes the most concern for me is the unfunded liability total. Unfunded liabilities, those are promises the government has made uh, in various forms uh, for programs uh, that support uh, Americans, uh, and they don't have the money in the checkbook uh, to cover it. But they've promised $171 trillion. Uh, these are liabilities, again, the government uh, doesn't have the money in the checkbook to cover. And at some point, things are going to have to get squared up, and uh, they're going to have to be able to, to make uh, those promises uh, be true. And uh, as we 
move through these next several years, uh, there's going to be more and more focus on how the government is going to uh, be able to handle these types of um, payments and where the money is going to come from. And it always seems to come out of uh, you and I's uh, pockets, and we have to prepare accordingly. I want to bring in uh, Tony Shore, and before I do that, I have one more uh, update. Some of the latest inflation numbers are out. The CPI or inflation uh, numbers, as we all know, uh, continue to to roar, even though we've seen some uh, prices at the pump come down. uh, The numbers are still uh, extremely high. Uh, The number right now is about 8.5%, and that's down a little bit from the prior month, but still uh, a really high, impactful number. And we're seeing signs uh, that it is uh, affecting um, uh, spending, and uh, it's going to uh, continue to impact us. And and here's a a little bit. uh, I uh, subscribe to Brett Anderson's uh, newsletter. Uh, He's been on our show before, uh, the IUL Digest guy I referred to. But here's what he said in his newsletter this month. He said, because of inflation, $1 in 1914 is only worth 3.1 cents today. Ouch. Yep. The average annual rate of inflation since 1914 has been 3.22. The average rate for the past 50 years, uh, 1972 through 2021, uh, just under 4% at 3.91. For the past 10 years, 2012 to 2021, the inflation rate has been 1.88. For the past 50 years, this rate has been below the average of the last 109 years. And even with that, a dollar in 2021, I'm sorry, a dollar in 2012 is only worth 72 cents today. So just in about a 10 year period, the value of that dollar has shrank by uh, 28 cents. And for this reason, inflation is the number one enemy of retirement savers, and it is something that you have to uh, work in uh, an allowance for inflation for uh, your retirement income plans. A really big issue, and uh, it's uh, hitting us uh, every time we turn around here uh, this year. And even though um, we may be off the peak, uh, on average, things being uh, 8, 9, 10% higher than they were a year ago, that's that's just a bite. Hey, Tony, it's, it's glad. I'm always happy that, that you're with us. Glad to have you here. Uh, you always have a, an impeccable uh, sense of timing. Uh, it's one of those things that uh, really uh, helps as we discuss these important issues uh, with our listeners. So uh, welcome again. Thanks for uh, joining us again today. Well, sure. That's me always dropping in with the right comment at the right time, right? <laughs> so I don't know about that, but I am interested in how you framed our show today. I mean, obviously you focused on retirement and week to week you share a lot of different details and strategies about finances and retirement in a general way, but t- today's show strikes me as a chance to dig a little deeper. So I'm excited about this one. I am too. You know, the goal of our show each week is to you know, give our listeners a, a couple of things that um, hopefully resonate with them and, and they can look uh, within their financial strategy for, for these things that, that we point out. And I'm confident uh, we're going to have uh, something uh, for everyone today. We're going to look at an Investopedia article. The title is Six Signs That You're Ready 
to retire. And that's a great uh, jumping off uh, point for us uh, today. One of the things that really caught my attention in the article uh, is its reference to a uh, Transamerica survey that was conducted in 2020 uh, of American workers. And it indicated that outliving their savings and investment is the most common reason uh, for uh, retirement fears. And we've talked about that just in, in a recent show. Uh, in fact, uh, according to this uh, survey by Transamerica, a whopping 40% of the respondents listed that as their primary uh, worry. So that study, you know, was from 2020. But if we uh, kind of move the clocks ahead a little bit and look at where we're at right now, you have to add the uh, ongoing fallout from uh, the COVID-19 uh, pandemic that we've gone through, uh, all of the market volatility, the uh, extreme inflation. Uh, that we just spoke about. You have to add that to the mix. And, and I'm sure that all of this uh, combined, uh, you know, increases this uh, uncertainty and is a cause for worry for, for many about the possibility of outliving uh, their their assets. Well, yeah. And Mike, I think retirement anxiety is perfectly reasonable right now. I mean, uh, I have a handful of financial news websites and news programs that I check out every day. And they've all had headlines about inflation and market uncertainty. So I don't think anyone could hear this news day after day and not be at least a little nervous about their assets and their retirement, correct? Yeah, I completely agree with you, Tony, uh, on that one. Um, let's uh, discuss you know, six signs that, that maybe a person is ready to retire. And uh, the first of which is that uh, you've hit your full retirement age. That's really important. You know, if you were born between 1943 and 54, uh, your full Social Security retirement age is 66. And if you were born any time after 1959, you'll have to hit uh, age 67 for full retirement. And I was born in 59, and, and uh, that 67 number uh, belongs to me. But uh, between those dates, uh, your full retirement age is 66 in a, in a few months. And while you can begin to collect Social Security as early as age 62, you have to be aware that by doing so, you're leaving uh, some and sometimes uh, quite a lot of money on the table because your monthly benefit is significantly higher if you wait until your full retirement age. Uh, just how big a difference uh, are we talking about? Well, if you begin taking Social Security when you turn age 62, your monthly payment compared to your full benefit is slashed by 25%. Wow. And as a standalone number, I mean, 25% might not sound like a lot, but over the course of a retirement, that's huge. I mean, your retirement could last 20 years or more. We're talking about a lot of money, right, Mike? And we certainly are, Tony. And well, we just uh, noted that, you know, we can uh, make a decision, you know, to take our Social Security before full retirement age. Uh, you can also uh, defer that. You can work past your full retirement age and earn a larger future monthly uh, payment in the process. Uh, Social Security will allow you to delay uh, filing until you're 70. And by waiting until that point, you'll receive as much as 132% of that uh, monthly payment that you would have received 
at your full retirement age. So the difference between 62 and 70 uh, is huge. So, you know, if you love your job, if you're in good health, uh, depending on your individual family situation, it might be really smart uh, to work until you're 70 or maybe um, defer, you know, taking Social Security until you're, you're 70, even if you uh, do want to stop working a little bit earlier. So I want to say one more thing about Social Security before we move on to the next uh, point. Uh, if, if you choose to begin collecting Social Security early, it also affects your survivor benefit for your spouse, uh, the benefit that they'll receive uh, after your death. And uh, if your spouse uh, outlives you by several years, you know, that can make the financial situation much more difficult. So it's not just a decision about me. It's also a decision that's going to impact a surviving spouse. Well, yeah, it would have quite an impact and that's, that could be huge. So uh, obviously social security is an important part of uh, retirement income planning. And I don't think I'm breaking new ground by saying it's the foundation for a lot of Americans. And if you have concerns or questions about it or want a second opinion about your current social security strategy, I think it makes a lot of sense for our listeners out there to give you a call, right? Yeah, Tony, uh, we've mentioned from time to time, we uh, offer a service that's called social security maximization. Uh, We can uh, provide that report. It'll help you um, you know, wade through several different issues, claiming strategy options, the timing of when uh, to take Social Security, uh, what's best for your uh, individual situation, and we uh, offer that report uh, at at no charge. That import report is put together using your individual information. It's not uh, some cookie cutter uh, generic number. We actually put in your primary insurance amounts. That's what uh, Social Security calls your monthly benefit for you, for your spouse, uh, run the scenarios. And we'll show you uh, how much it costs in in your real terms to actually take uh, Social Security early or what the benefits are dollar-wise of delaying it and how those decisions impact uh, your uh, surviving spouse. Um, If you're uh, debt-free, that may be another sign that you're ready uh, to trade work for retirement. Uh, If your home is paid off and and you don't have... uh, credit card debt hanging over uh, your head, you know, you've put yourself um, in uh, an excellent uh, position. Uh, On the flip side, if you owe money on your home or a car, or you have significant credit card debt, you may want to push your retirement date uh, down the road a little bit and give yourself the opportunity to to pay those down, give yourself uh, a little more time to uh, rid uh, the budget of some of those uh, Uh, debt payments that are there. Remember also for uh, many of us, uh, retirement means uh, living on more of a fixed income. So uh, a mortgage payment or a pricey car payment, you know, can squeeze those finances to the point that uh, you may not enjoy uh, retirement uh, quite as much. You know, debt also makes it harder to deal with, you know, emergencies uh, that, that come up. So uh, again, uh, eliminate all the debt you can try and be in a position where your home is paid off, uh, so that, um, you have a little more margin, uh, for a retirement. And let's keep the show rolling. Listeners, you are listening and tuned in to retirement talk with Mike Graber. And during our first segment, Mike, you were talking about, uh, how hitting your full retirement age and being debt-free are both 
signs that you are ready or might be ready to retire. We've been examining and discussing some of these signs that you might be in a financial position to clock out of work for the last time and HUD happily into that wonderful world of retirement. So what do you have for us next? Well, we again, we're looking at this Investopedia article, Six Signs You're Ready uh, to Retire. And uh, in that article, it next points to uh, no longer uh, being in a, a supporting role for uh, your kids or your parents. You know, that's a strong indicator uh, that, uh, you know, if you're clear of those responsibilities, uh, maybe uh, it's time to retire. Uh, if your kids are out of the house and enjoying their uh, careers and, and have income on their own, uh, that uh, may make your uh, post-retirement financial life uh, much more uh, easier to to anticipate. Uh, but it's uh, something that we're seeing more and more uh, in in our uh, society. You know, kids coming back home needing help uh, for various reasons. So you ha- kind of have to look at that roadmap and and see uh, what may lie there for for you. Uh, but, you know, if you are still supporting the kids or even, you know, providing them with a little bit of financial help on a regular basis, again, uh, you may want to uh, delay retirement uh, for a while until uh, you no longer uh, have those uh, obligations or, or, or those uh, helps that, that you're giving to them. And uh, the story is, is much the same if, if you're in a position where you're financially helping uh, your parents. And uh, in this uh, article, uh, it makes it plain that, you know, supporting parents and kids, you know, it's more expensive all the time uh, as, as things go up. Uh, we, we're in the midst of, you know, soaring inflation. And, and if it's uh, college expenses or if it's housing or if it's something else, um, you have to uh, understand how uh, those situations impact your ability to uh, retire comfortably. Um, you know, if you're taking care of other people, uh, it's it's hard to, to downsize and to minimize your own expenses uh, in the way that uh, maybe some uh, households that that retirement strategy would, would call for. So uh, I would encourage us all to assess the current family obligations and and be clear eyed about you know who's likely to, to need your help uh, in the, in the next uh, handful of, of years as you approach making these retirement decisions. Yeah, I think that's huge, obviously. And financial obligations beyond yourself and your spouse, that is something you're going to want to be fully transparent about when you meet with Mike or your financial services professional, because Mike, you can only offer potential solutions if you fully understand the entire situation. And I think it's important that people uh, talk about these things, right? That's a fantastic point, Tony. Um, really uh, to do a good job you, you've got to be able to uh, make recommendations uh, having uh, knowledge of, of the entire um, situation you know that, that we're looking at uh, and uh, here's the next good indicator that uh, you're ready to retire uh, is uh, completing a thorough retirement budget uh, on the one hand you know completing a retirement budget may sound overly simplistic but I can tell you from uh, my uh, 40 uh, plus years here in the financial services business that a surprising number of people try uh, to take the retirement plunge without really understanding how much money they're going to need each month to cover their uh, bills and then to enjoy retirement. Uh, So you should craft that budget 
you know, around the monthly expenses that you know will be uh, constants, things like, you know, what are the housing expenses, gas, groceries, utilities, and, and so on. And from there, from, from the fixed expenses, you can begin to include your wants, which are typically things like, you know, travel and uh, entertainment, uh, your favorite restaurant, shopping. And once you've calculated uh, your monthly needs and wants together, uh, you can begin to determine uh, if you'll have enough income to cover all those things. Well, yeah, and that's that's key. I, I look forward to building a budget about as much as I look forward to uh, that uh, 10th grade chemistry test I didn't study for, right? Uh, but the, yeah, the yeah. truth is, uh, once I'm done, obviously, then it's a tremendous relief. And I think a lot of people put it off or dread it. But hey, once you sit down, especially if you're with your spouse and get it figured out where you're at, you'll feel so much better. It's like a burden lifted, really. It, it really is. And uh, we have a uh, kind of before retirement and an after retirement uh, budget form that we'd be happy to send out to people if, if they'll request that. There uh, are, are things in that uh, at retirement column that uh, sometimes people don't uh, think that, that uh, need to be included, but something very uh, easily overlooked is, you know, I'm going to have uh, a Medicare premium. I'm going to have a, a Medicare supplement premium. And uh, you need to, you know, get some quotes and see what those things are going to be well ahead of time and, and don't let those be a, a surprise. Well, let's look at another couple of uh, critical things about uh, budgeting. Uh, this article notes that uh, many financial uh, services advisors uh, work uh, to help clients, you know, replace 70 to 80% of their uh, pre-retirement income. That's a number that uh, we like to see here at Compass Retirement Advisors. Uh, for many of us, if we can be in that 70 to 80 uh, percent, that will come uh, from some combination of Social Security, pensions, uh, the traditional 401ks, IRAs, Roths, um, investments, annuities. And according to the article, another commonly held retirement budget rule is that uh, if you retire in your mid-60s, um, your, your budget shouldn't be uh, more than uh, 4% of your investments plus Social Security and pension payments. But I want to remind everyone that we believe that 4% rule uh, needs to be adjusted down to about 2.6% yeah. of your investments in light of uh, current uh, financial market and uh, um conditions, interest rate uh, rates here in, in the United States. So we don't believe the 4% rule anymore uh, is a good gauge. But, you know, finding enough money uh, monthly for retirement, uh, an, an income level that allows you to not only survive but thrive uh, is to me perhaps uh, the best reason to uh, give us a call here at Compass Retirement Advisors and let us uh, work through that process with you. We want to maximize the income from the investments uh, that you hold. Um, you know, a portfolio that was built to grow uh, may not be the best uh, portfolio uh, to uh, maximize your income from. So I hope you'll give us a call here again at uh, Compass Retirement Advisors. My number is 812-787-0809. Uh, we appreciate you joining us today. Hopefully a couple of things that we mentioned are, are helpful and uh, invite you to join us again uh, next week for another edition of Retirement Talk uh, with Mike Graber. Thanks for joining us today, everyone. Have a great day. 
Thank you for listening to Retirement Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Mike Graber at Compass Retirement Advisors. Call 812-787-0809 or visit them online at Compass Retirement Advisors, LLC.com. Investment advisory services provided by Creative One Wealth LLC, a registered investment advisor. Compass Retirement Advisors LLC, the Insurance Shop Inc., and Creative One Wealth LLC are unaffiliated entities. Mike Graber and Compass Retirement Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Provided content is for overview and informational purposes only and is not intended and should not be relied upon as individual tax, legal, fiduciary, or investment advice. Each individual situation will vary and opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no No representations can be made to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to representation. The information contained herein is based on our understanding of current tax law. The tax and legislative information may be subject to change and different interpretations. We recommend that you seek professional legal advice for applicability to your personal situation.